Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Millennium Live. Connor Tui here. Very happy to be here interviewing one of our awesome solution providers. We're talking all about customer experience today, leading to the event coming up in March, March 7th and 8th, our customer experience transformation assembly. We're looking forward to that. And we have a great episode today. We have Blast X. And to talk all about Plastex and, and what they do and how they stand out, we have Brian McIntosh. He's the chief consulting officer there. So want to welcome Brian to uh, the Millennium Live podcast. Brian, happy to have you here. Hey, Connor. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Very excited to not only attend the event coming up in a couple of weeks, but share a little bit about my background, what I'm seeing in the marketplace, and then a little bit about Plastex Consulting. Perfect. We're talking about optimizing the, the digital experiences for those seamless journeys. And to kick off, I know Blastex Consulting is a consulting agency. So, you know, there are plenty of consulting companies out there becoming more relevant, especially the ever-changing role of the CMO. You know, companies and, and brands are reaching out to ask for help. So what's special about, about Blastex Consulting? What's different about it? What makes it stand out from the crowd? Yeah, thanks. Great question. And you're right, it is it is a competitive field and there's been a lot of convergence of management consulting firms buying digital agencies, digital agencies getting into management consulting and kind of this sweet spot everybody's going after to develop customer experience capabilities to take to market. I've had the fortunate background of kind of working in agency business and then got into management consulting and really focused on that customer experience strategy and and I've seen a lot happen and and for me what I think about and Think about what Blastex does is first and foremost, it's our people. We have great people who are, are dedicated to this idea of customer experience and really looking at it from the lens of data and analytics. If you think about what makes a good customer journey, it's it's really understanding your customer in their context. What channels do they want to engage in? What content do they want to see? How do they want to be recognized? And there's this balance of personalizing that experience with the data you can capture while also maintaining privacy. And I think Blastex has been doing that for a long time. Uh, it's kind of in our DNA. And when I see a lot of other companies kind of leaping into this data and analytics space, I think we're unique in the fact that we can offer that as our core DNA. And now we're bringing to market additional skills around what I'd call traditional management consulting and, and really thinking holistically to help clients with the strategy that then helps define the technology, the data, and then ultimately how do you optimize that from an end-to-end -end experience perspective. You know, you recently joined Blastex this year, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Correct. So, you know, this is a good opportunity for you too, and maybe in your role at Blastex Consulting. So far in the short time, you know, you spend much of your time working with these CMOs and, and talking with them. And what are some of the key themes that are coming out of these conversations? It's all about the digital experience and providing that customer journey and that loyalty in the end. But um, just curious of, of what you're hearing straight from the CMOs today. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Talked to a lot of CMOs in, in the last you know several months. And I think coming into this year, there was concerns about a lot of things, uh, some economic headwinds we can talk about in a little bit. But in terms of what, what themes are coming out, it comes back to that customer data piece. And I kind of characterize it this way. It's both a blessing and a curse, right? Mm. So it's the idea that, um, you know, cookie cookies are going away, right? We're moving into a cookieless world. First party data is really important to, to give that rich human experience and understand your customers. 
but there's there's a certain amount of privacy that goes with that. And I think there's this fear of, you know, creepy versus cool, which is how, mm -hmm. you know, how personalized can I get with the customer, uh, a consumer and not make them feel creepy, but make them feel part of the brand and the family using that data, but also making sure that I protect it. I think of data as a currency and customers will give it to you if you protect it, but CMOs want to want to reach this and achieve that, but they're also really fearful about what that may look like. They don't want to be the next front page on the New York Times of a data breach because of something, right? And so I think it's about, you know, looking at all the different laws that are coming out. We see a lot of new laws coming out of GDPR that are now coming to the U.S., very different and in different parts of the world and in our country. And so it's really thinking about how do I manage those laws, but still provide a good experience and build customer data that I can leverage and think about it from a strategic approach. And there's lots of tools and lots of data components to put in there. But I would say, again, that blessing and curse of customer data, both wanting to leverage it, wanting to make the most of it, but also understanding the vitality of protecting it and making sure we don't breach something. Yeah, I think that's a great segue into this uh, question is really all about the challenges that you foresee CMOs facing this year and and sort of beyond. I know you kind of touched upon it and maybe list these out for us and 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 maybe in a follow-up question to that too would would be, you know, what their what you see as their top priorities as well, you know, moving forward in the next 2 years. Absolutely. I think if you asked me in December going into this, I would say, you know, there's a lot of fear around economic headwinds, maybe some low consumer confidence, shifting market landscape. And, and I think while there's some truth to that, what I've seen is a little bit of freeing of that in that while there's still not a complete 100% picture on what the economic conditions are going to be going forward, I think a lot of CMOs that I've spoken with are starting to recognize now's the time to face these challenges head on by rebuilding their strategies, really thinking about that data com component, right? And, and building the experience now, because my prediction, and this is just my prediction, right? Of things I've read is by summer, I think we'll start to see things free up and the challenges that we thought we were facing are going to be different. And, and again, it's not to, as a, I'm not an economist, so I wouldn't say that, you know, we're completely out of any kind of economic slowdown, but I do think that if CMOs can take it the challenge of what could be happening by preparing, they will come out of this in the next two years much stronger and by and large be able to leapfrog their competitors because they took the time to kind of slow down. If I think about the last two years, for example, we've seen a lot of hyper growth, especially in digital. And it's been this enormous wave and we all thought the pandemic would slow it down. And what we found is there was actually an overinvestment in a lot of digital things as companies try to figure out how to serve not only their customers, but their employees through digital means and now we're seeing a slowdown in that. And instead of being reactive, I think CMOs have an opportunity to be more proactive and more diligent about the things they're doing going forward. Right. You know, I understand it that, you know, Blastex is helping brands, you know, shape and fine tune pretty much every aspect of that digital engagement with their customers. So, you know, is there a course of action that you're recommending CMOs follow in order to solidify and expand their brand position with their customers? Yeah, kind of back, Connor, to what I stated a, a little up front, I think, and I'll come back to it in more detail, which is getting that strategy right, getting the right. CX strategy right based on customer context. How well do you know your customers? How well do you segment them? How well do you know their needs, their wants? How often do you talk to them? And I think there's this idea that there's also two parts to that journey. There's the online, the mobile, 
the digital, and then there's the physical, which is now being digitized. And merging those together, I think will really help brands solidify how they respond to their customers and how they continue to build the brand position and the loyalty with them. And I think if you just, again, choose to take a step back and think really about that strategy and really apply both qualitative and quantitative approach, that coming out of that, you will have a lot of these things we talked about with data concerns and privacy and right. potentially slowdowns, really part of that strategy. And you know exactly where you're going to do and building flexibility into it. So how might some new innovations you know, impact or shift how these brands want to interact with their customers? I know you're seeing a lot of technology come through. We have a lot of use of AI and who knows what the future holds with that. And you're seeing a lot of news lately about chat and what that can do. So, you know, I want to maybe hear your thoughts, Brian, and, and what some of these new innovations have, um, how they can impact brands. Good question on the chat. I guess you can't get away without talking about chat yeah. GPT, right? It's like everywhere. <laughs> we're all we're all into it and people are freaking out. And you know, look, I, I think it's a great innovation and I think it will change things in the long run. I think it's too still early to see, right? How's it going to be monetized and how brands are going to take advantage of it. And and I'm I'm keeping a close eye on that because there are a couple of use cases around improving contact center uh, customer service and things like that that might be interesting. But I think I think with innovations, here's what I've learned over the years is that and it gets a little bit to kind of this, you know, how a CMO might think about marketing technology as a whole is that there's a lot of innovations and you have to make strategic decisions around what's right for your business. And so chat GBT may be right for your business. AI might be right for your business, a CDP, all great innovations, but what's right based on the, the outcome you're driving and what your customers want and thinking about those innovations that are going to most matter to helping you interact with your customers in a better way. Again, I'll go back to my first premise, which is building on that strategy, understanding what they want in their context will help you make these decisions because there's no shortage of technologies and innovations that keep popping up. And I think I've seen by and large over the years that technology is innovating faster than a lot of companies can actually consume it and get it into their you know, regular business processes and make use of it. And so think about the technologies and innovations that will impact your customers Again, AI is a great one. CDPs are great ones. And how does it fit in with your system? And then think about the long-term impact of that. You know, it's funny because chat GPT is sort of in that stage of it's just become famous and it's getting the the spotlight. <laughs> and, exactly, you know, right? <laughs> I think there is a long way to go, but it is it is pretty exciting of, of what the potential of it and what it can do. I also say like just innovations in general, if you think back, like, you know, voice command kind of things, Alexa right. kind of things. We thought that was going to be the next big thing and it took off, but it didn't hit that mainstream mass market yet. And so I think a lot of technology companies have kind of pulled back a little bit. Doesn't mean it's going away, but but you see this a lot as well as with, you know, VR related technologies, super great innovations. How do brands make them relevant to their customers so that they are now mass versus niche? Because that's where they play a better role. Totally agree with you. Yeah. How has the marketing ecosystem evolved? You know, this is a <laughs> you know, a question you can unpack how you will, but you yeah. know, where do you, where do you see the greatest opportunity for CMOs? And I feel like the title of the CMO anyway has an ever-changing <laughs> role to to the right? the short-term and long-term impact of a brand. Where is it, what's the greatest opportunity that you're seeing out there, Brian? Yeah, I think it's it's taking a look at the the marketing ecosystem you have today, making sure you're maximizing the value. 
I've seen, you know, again, back to this earlier conversation we talked about, Connor, about the kind of the, the new innovations, the shiny object. A lot of marketers will go straight towards that because it's the new cool thing. But how does it plug into the bigger ecosystem and what you already have? And how is it going to take take flight into what you're trying to do? And so, so my advice is take a look at what you have now, figure out, are you getting the most investment? And then how do you build on that? And again, there's so much technology out there from a marketing perspective not everything is going to fit every use case and you need to decide what's important to you based on your industry, based on your business model, based on what you're trying to achieve. You know, CDPs, well, let's go back a little bit, actually. DMPs were the big thing a long time ago, right? And I say a long time ago, like it's eons ago. We're talking six years ago, really, right? So <laughs> yeah. DMPs were the hot thing, right? Because that was how you're going to take advantage of those cookies and, and really monetize advertising tech and all that kind of stuff. Well, here we are six years later, call it roughly, and DMPs are not relevant anymore because we live in a cookie-less world. So now everybody's shifted to CDPs and first-party data. That's good. That's relevant. What might change that down the future? No, you know, We don't know today. And so, again, it's like figure out what is, what is right to maximize um, the technology you have, get it working in a way that you, know, you get a return on investment, and then determine what else you need to complement that. And I'll give you an example. I was working with a company just about six months ago, working with the, the CDO and the CMO, and they had invested heavily in one of the top premier marketing systems. They deployed it, they had they put it out there, and they came to us and said, hey, we really need help with people using it and, and getting getting into it. And I said, okay, well, what are you using today and, and how is it working? And they said, well, we haven't let anybody use it yet. It's still <laughs> sitting here. Like we're not, The marketers can't touch it. We're afraid to give it to them. And it's this idea, like, I'm going to give them a Ferrari and they only know how to drive a Toyota stick, right? And so <laughs> it was interesting because the year had gone by and they're paying those license fees on really great technology. And they just want to get one email campaign out the door successfully before they unlock all these other features. And this was not a small company I'm talking about. This was a premier brand. And so I, I say that because when we talk about these marketing ecosystems, they're going to continue to evolve. CMOs need to look at what they have today from the short term to maximize value. And then from a long-term perspective, what do I need to add into that complementary to make sure that I'm building something that is not going to be throwaway or is not going to be leveraged in the complete ecosystem. That's a good example too, of how quickly technology changes as well. I want to mention BlastX Consulting, because I think that's a, it's a really cool company doing really innovative things. You know, you're creating digital experiences that are truly fostering this customer loyalty and brand this brand loyalty and engagement. Not to, you know, I want to plug you guys, but you know, what, yeah, what are the next it. steps to, <laughs> do you recommend CMOs to take, you know, to ensure that their brand becomes the, the brand of choice and, and or it continues to be that brand of choice for their respective markets? I would say a couple points. One is make sure your voice is heard on the executive committee and that, I think of the commoditized world we all live in and experience is kind of the last competitive area we have to be differentiating as any company. And that really comes from serving clients and, and serving customers and doing it on their terms. And so again, I'll kind of come back to what I keep saying, which is getting that strategy right, understanding the, the context, because I think what we see is people want to have experiences with brands as part of their life now, because we don't discern between work and personal anymore in a digital world. And, and when those things blur, we want to we want to feel like we're part of that company. We want to have a real authentic conversation. And that only comes from, again, understanding context and you know, making sure CMOs are advocating for the customer 
I worked for another very large company at one point in my career as a client. You walk into the room and every meeting you had had an open chair sitting at the table. The first mm. time I went, I said, what's going on? I said, well, that chair is there to represent the customer. And every decision we make, we look at that empty chair and talk about how we're making an impact on that customer, right? And so we can talk about data and we can talk about technology, but I think to get it right, CMOs have to have that real authentic understanding of their customer, build a strategy around that and leverage data and technology to actually deploy it and implement it, if you will. And I think that's how you continue to be relevant. I think Blastex Consulting is, is right in that wheelhouse. That's, that's our sweet spot. We have people that are passionate about this. I have been doing it for the last 20 years for some amazing brands. And, you know, we would always love the opportunity to talk to companies and about doing work in this area. Yeah, of course. And, you know, this has been a, a really enlightening conversation, Brian, and it's great to talk to you about customer experience and, and everything surrounding mark, marketing strategy and around the customer and this digital transformation that's, that uh, continues on after after these all these years when we first started talking about digital transformation right, right. and now we're like here we're talking a long time about it haven't we <laughs> which is why answer that real quickly with another quick point is i think there's also a uh, not a fear but i think there's this idea that we all want to be amazon like and you know that's right. what everybody looks for and i think what happens sometimes with cmos and even ceos is they forget that their companies are not digital natives and they're legacy companies that have a lot of technical debt, a lot of legacy processes that are take time to undo to get to that Amazon-like experience. And you have to be willing to invest in that journey and understand there's a patience of getting a return on that investment. But if you stay true to that digital journey and customer experience that you will get there, but don't expect to flip it overnight because digital natives just came out of a different world and you know are getting where they want because of where they started. Totally. And what what I, I was going to ask was, you have such a rich, rich history in this field, and you're now you're taking your talents to BlastX Consulting. And I just want to get your thoughts really on the future and of what all of this may look like, you know, as it, your crystal ball, if you will, <laughs> about, you know, marketing and customer experience in general. And, and it could be as loose as a, of what you may see technology growing to in the next ten years, but you know, yeah. you know, short term, long term, wherever you want to go with it. Where where do you see, uh, you know, this customer experience journey going for brands? Well, it's going to continue, and I think again, the 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 ultimate holy grail for me that I see and that I that I that I see as being where we're headed and where we're still trying to to get to is this merging of physical and digital you know, the experience that I have online, how do I replicate that with an experience in the physical world? And we can we can leave metaverse on the side because that's another kind of pop term that has got relevancy, but is still being explored. But can you imagine if you were walking into a train station and all the digital experiences you could receive um, by walking through your cell phone picks up a book order, your cell phone picks up a coffee order, that becomes a digital experience through the physical world. Now I want to marry that with whatever you've done online with that same book company or that same coffee company to get a clear picture of you. And that's, again, that's evolving customer experience that I think most people want. Again, we balance creepy versus cool, but but I think where everybody is getting to is this physical digital space. Um, how can I interact with products in a digital way without purchasing them, go home, and then I purchase the product, right, to my exact specifications, those are the things that really excite me. And I think that's the 
the edge and the frontier that we're all headed for. Are companies trying to figure it out? Absolutely. Have some done it? Absolutely. But I think it again, mainstream, we haven't we haven't gotten there yet. But I, I see that as kind of the big vision and where everybody's headed. Brian McIntosh, thank you so much for joining Millennium Live. This was a really awesome conversation. I, I really enjoyed having you on. Again, we have a really awesome assembly coming up in March, Customer Experience Transformation Assembly. That is the 7th and 8th, the Omni in Charlotte. I can't wait to hear all about what BlastX does and, uh, and, the, and the customer journey. So thanks for taking the time today, Brian. Thank you, Connor. Really appreciate the time and look forward to the upcoming session.